Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. Today, another little question from listener Mike King. He wanted me to talk a little bit more associated with the impact of low voter turnout. I talk about low voter turnout periodically. I think I've talked about it occasionally on Short Funk, but mainly on Stone Ape. And the thing that strikes me about low voter turnout is it is associated with the legitimacy of the current political system. If you ask people why they don't participate in the current political system, in particular in the US, it is not because they are morons. In fact, it's always the exact opposite. They typically have a narrative, it's not always the case, but this happens typically, where they were once affiliated with a political party and then they started to realise that it was all nonsense and that the political party actually operated completely independently of any values or any morals or any belief systems or anything that the individual could be a part of. And through this process, the individual usually reflects heavily on the political system and why these people are selected for the jobs that they do. Why these people get into positions of power, and in particular, through the electoral process. Let's just take the presidential electoral process in the US. The folks that come up as candidates probably wouldn't even be qualified to run a school canteen to sell kids food on a periodic basis. They are typically affiliated with families, come from money, or in general are able to say and do what they need to say and do. But the principles of democracy, as you start to explore this very curious thing, indicate very strongly that if you don't have a plurality of candidates that represent numerous views, you start to have what we have here currently, which is a series of candidates that are paid off by exactly the same moneyed interests. And, you know, there are a few true believers out there that will point to their particular candidate and say, no, Tom, you're wrong. This guy's actually the greatest. He's the one that you should be voting for. Why don't you put your energies behind so-and-so? And occasionally, these people are elected. My favourite is the Obama voter. I've talked about them a little bit previously. But the great disenchantment that came through Obama's election versus his promises versus what was actually delivered is felt in particular in underprivileged communities because the irony of these circumstances, the irony of what the parable of the community organiser should be and what Obama actually delivered with his presidency is really very curious. The fewer people that vote, the less legitimacy the current political system has. The less legitimacy the current political system has, the more freedom people have to talk about what should or might or could be in place. I'm a strong advocate for like mass computerization and like every individual voting associated with issues that are important to them. And that way you can kind of correlate some greater plurality, probably move to a system which is curious but one that I feel is probably considerably more legitimate than the current system. Beautifully, we are moving towards this future. Fewer and fewer people are participating in elections. In fact, we are now in a minority circumstance, roughly 40% of those eligible to vote. And my perspective is when it gets to 20%, which will probably happen in the next 15 to 20 years, we need to be in a position to offer the possibility that the current political system no longer has any legitimacy. And that, distilled, is my view associated with why low voter turnout is in fact a very positive thing. 
consider engaging with folks that are still politically affiliated, consider engaging with folks that are politically unaffiliated and talk to them about the possibility of the future that they can participate in and choose, unlike the current political system. This needs to be a dialogue that is held in this country on a national level, and my feeling is, analysing the various political situations I've found myself in through my life in a wide variety of countries, I think this is a discussion that could be had in many places. We should, in theory, own the future in a very dramatic way by not participating in the present. And also, there's a vast industry associated with making the contemporary political process the most important thing in the world. And those entities, those media entities, are typically always invested in the current process, the way things are currently. They usually have some military money, like, you know, they run news corporations and mysteriously they build tanks and refrigerators for the military. There's usually some degree of crossover that it doesn't require a certain amount of reading before you actually find usually wafer thin in terms of the legitimacy of these organizations that are quote-unquote news organizations it's always a bit of a paradox the notion of news versus the news and in that i want to leave you with just a little morsel just a little bit for you folks to think about tom barbele in san jose signing out